Welcome to the Sound Difference Podcast. Yes, hello, welcome to a couple of critics podcast. Kitty, stay away from the cookies, thank you. Um, Kitty probably wouldn't even like the cookies, they're not that good. But uh, Not at all, <laughs> those cookies suck. <laughs> they're really bad. Um I have a cat crawling all over me right now. It's pretty nice. But uh, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. I am Sam. And uh, we have a new room that we are doing this in. We changed rooms. We decided to get people and us away from the cat litter. Yeah, even though there was a separator, it still just wasn't a great place. It was in a room that did have carpet. This one does not. This one is much more open. If I sound like echoey and I sound... In a hall. Holly and roomy. La, 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 la. La, la, la. It's because there's no sound baffles. There's no carpet. There's nothing. It's open. There's no doors on this room. That echoed too. There's nothing. It's a totally different environment than before. It probably doesn't sound as good. So I apologize. I guess it's a personal taste. It might, it might, uh, it might have a nice natural verb to it, man. Dude. Uh, See, your burp is. Reverbing too. It's more beautiful than usual. Yeah, it's more enjoyable. And that's why we're here. So we are a couple of critics. And what we do, we are a couple of people. And uh, we share our different tastes with each other. And we talk about it. And we share a marriage. And with each other. Yeah, we're a couple. <laughs> we are a couple of people who couple together. We have some animals. There's a dog in the room who usually isn't allowed to be in the room. It's a whole new environment. It's a now. whole new everything. It's a whole new everything. Da, da, da. My sister moved out, so uh, we are utilizing the front room. We took it back, man. Took it back. I've got a kitty on my lap. Where there's a Christmas tree next to us that needs to be fixed up because I drug it from the other side of the house, and uh, it is disheveled. Oh yeah, you did. It is fucked up. Oh, it's totally fucked up. I didn't notice it. Is it backwards too? Yeah, but the topper is like twisted and sideways, and I tried to straighten it back up, and it doesn't want to be, but I'm also not very tall, so I might need some help from oh, you. Yeah. I'm the tree topper guy. I'm the guy who put him on originally. And it's I'm, a Garfield. It's a Garfield skiing. It's not supposed to or be a sledding, tree topper. sledding, I'm sorry. But we make it one. Yeah, it's been for the last uh, Two three years? years? I think three years ago, we had the Charlie Brown tree. Yeah, you're correct. Where we just took a twig out of the... Woods that we randomly found. Mm -hmm. I found an old like uh, branch that had fallen that was just dried and dead. Since it wasn't, <clears throat> I mean, I probably am not allowed to do that. But eh, I don't. Yeah, maybe not. I do know you're not supposed to bring like other logs and stuff to other woods. Well, and I know that you're not supposed to cut stuff down, and I didn't. I took something dead from the ground. Yeah, and I knocked over dead trees while we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I forgot about that. Take that, dead tree. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is technically our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas! And <coughs> I'll be the politically correct out. one. And happy holidays. <laughs> oh, no. Again, Sam, remember Donald Trump oh. said that we can say Merry Christmas Thank again. Thank you, Donnie T. Thank you. He gave it back to us. He gave it back. Because he is not going anywhere. No, not even after the next four years. He's the president for the oh, rest no. of his we're gonna, life. We're going to have Donald Trump around for a while. <laughs> and then after he's not president, we're going to get all of the things that he couldn't say when he was president. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, you didn't think about the world after he's president uh, and him I'm, coming out and just talking shit about everyone because he can't. But I mean, he'll still be in politics, though, right? I don't know. He'll, he'll definitely give his opinion still, for sure. I mean, he did it before, so he's yeah. going to be even heavier now with it. Yeah, he just won't have the restrictions that he has now. I've gotten to the point where office. I don't even care anymore. I, I understand that I don't know anything about it. And I, there's nothing I could do about it. There's nothing. I don't, yeah. uh, he's just going to do what he's going to do. And I'm just not going to pay attention. Although I did watch part of the impeachment trial. Isn't that nice, though? What? That you have a life to where nothing that he does actually affects yeah. you. And I do understand that part, that like I'm not the one that would be affected by policies that he puts forth. But I don't know anything about his policies. Well, he just signed yesterday, or like last night or whatever. It is official. That as, uh, I'm not sure when it starts, when it goes into effect, um, but the smoking age has been raised to 21. Whoa. So you can't vape? Nationally? Yeah. Oh, wow. You cannot vape or buy cigarettes. You can't do any of that until you're 21. Wow. So everyone who is 18, legally, who has been smoking, legally. So they're going to have to go back to like when they were 15 and had people buying them for them? Uh-huh. Wow. So are cops going to like... Pull over a 19-year-old and smell cigarettes and be like, get out of the car. I mean, even a 20-year-old. That's the thing. You can die. You can go and f- sign up. You can fight and die for our country before you can even have one cigarette legally. Huh. Which, I mean, it's going to take way more than one cigarette to kill you. So you can die serving our country long before cigarettes can even touch you. Interesting. So. I That's how it keeps you safe so you can fight for our country and die for our country. I didn't smoke a cigarette. I puffed on a cigarette once in my life to help us get ashes so that we could smoke crack. (laughs) That's that's fucking ridiculous. That's a fucked up story. (laughs) I've only smoked crack once. But you also smoked cigarette ashes. In order to uh, do well, that. Well, we had to put... Because you have to put a base down. Yeah, we only had a weed bowl, and so we had to have something. And we didn't have any weed, and so we had to have ashes underneath it so that the crack rock just didn't That's how Whitney did it. Well, you know, she put her cocaine, because she's... She, crack is whack. Crack <laughs> is cheap. She made too much money for crack. Yeah. She sprinkled cocaine on her marijuana. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. it. I have some friends one time who put... That's insane. I have friends... <laughs> insane to me i'm one of those dudes who's like uh have you ever seen that meme that says oh no thanks i don't drink i only do drugs (laughs) oh yeah because that's me do you drink and do drugs or do drugs Uh, uh, i mean i did but now it's like (laughs) well i know i'm just saying that that's what they ask people i can't have a shot of jim beam but i will take that line of cocaine sir (laughs) (laughs) because i don't have a problem with that stuff i don't i don't i don't fiend for it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying, I have control Burn. over my real drugs. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas. Merry this, Christmas. <laughs> this is being released on Christmas Day. <laughs> and Sam likes drugs. I was going to tell you another story, too. I have some friends who one time put some, uh, sprinkled some cocaine in their joint. Mm-hmm. And they picked up these girls to go backroading. And they didn't tell the girl. I think this part's shitty. That they didn't tell the girls that there was coke in the, in the joint. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. I agree. But it kept popping. And like parts of it would explode. <laughs> And the girls were like, what's up with this weed? And they're like, uh, we don't know. Just keep smoking it. 
And that's the story. So they were basically... I did not have a part of that. So they were essentially like drugging these girls. No, I just keep smoking. Yeah, keep basically. I don't think anything sexually happened, but... I, I, I'm assuming I know one of the people involved. I'm assuming you probably... You would guarantee know one of them. Yeah, I have a He's, feeling. He's one of my best friends. Uh-huh. I'm not surprised. It's not Kent. I'll put that out there. Oh, I didn't it's think so. Kent. Oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> but I'm not surprised. <laughs> Okay, so we listened to the Mr. Hankey's Christmas classic South Park album. Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Well, you do a pretty good Mr. Hankey. I do, thanks. Yeah. I should have a Mr. Hankey somewhere that I used to put on the tree. Yeah, I don't... Oh, it's in that box. Gotcha. I, need, I need to... F- we got to get him out. I was thinking of digging stuff out of this other closet, too, because I know that there are more of your sentimental family ornaments that are not on this tree, That's and true. I could not find them. I'm probably going to wean those down again this year, though, because mm-hmm. I don't need four Scooby-Doo ornaments. I love Scooby-Doo, but I don't need four of them. I don't think we need any of yes, them. Yes, we do. Scooby-Doo's awesome. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Doobie's in his name. He's yeah, awesome. But seriously, fuck you, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, wow. Scooby, Scooby-Doo. All right, so next week we're watching well, Scooby-Doo. Fuck you. <laughs> we're not to that part yet. We still have to talk about Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics because it's Christmas. So this is from an album. An Al Blame, I like to call him. Uh, by South Park. This is from an actual episode called Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics as well. Isn't, isn't that right from season three? I don't know if the episode's called that, but I assume it was. Because it's kind of like little mini music videos for it, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. Most of this album came from that, but not all of it. There are like two tracks that did not. Do you think they made this album and then? I think they made the album and then made the episode. Well, the album came out a week prior to the episode ah. coming out. Gotcha. I'm burpy burpy. So it was a combined... I wanted to say effort, but it's the same people. They knew what so they were doing. It was it was a plan. I love this cat, but he's annoying the fuck out of me right now. Because <laughs> he's just rubbing in the microphone. and He's rubbing all over me, and he needs to lay the shit down and just go back to sleep. And then he suddenly takes a crap on your chest. He would never do that. He would never <laughs> drop a Cleveland steamer. A Cleveland steamer. So this came out. I need to go back because navigation. No breathing. I had a friend who thought it was a... Don't give a fuck if I'm coming or bleeding. I know. Well, does everyone know? Yeah, they do. Everyone knows. Yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> so this was released November 23rd, 1999. 1999. Nine, so. This is 20 what? years ago. Wow. Huh. So how old was I? 14? You was 14. Nice. Were you into South Park when this came oh, out, yeah. I assume? I was in South Park since day one. I watched the premiere episode with my brother and my mother because I remember the joke, uh, Mom, kitty's being a dildo. Well, I know a certain kitty kitty who's sleeping with mommy tonight. And both my brother and my mom laughed and I didn't know what a dildo was yet. And I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know why that was funny. Yeah. But they both laughed. <laughs> it's funny that your mom watched it with you and laughed. Yeah. I think we moved Bob into a new apartment and then we were like staying the night or something. No, we just... Watch the premiere of South Park, the very first time it showed. Wow. Yep. So it was uh, not this time. 
but this came out right around uh, looks like Thanksgiving time, twenty years ago. Oh, getting ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Good idea. I always think about doing my death metal Christmas album like two weeks before Christmas, and I'm like, well, it's too late now, Sam. You How fucking many moron. Years have you talked about wanting to do this? It's I'm torn because someone else did it. They didn't do it in a way that I would do it. They just did death metal versions of the actual Christmas songs, where my version is completely rewritten lyrics to make them gory and evil. But I don't know. Like half of me really wants to do it, and the other half just doesn't give a fuck. But I should just do it so I get it out of the way. It might be a big hit. Probably won't be, but it might be a big hit. <laughs> you don't know if you never do it and just talk about it every year. Yeah, we got classics like Rudolph the Red Nose, Alcoholic Reindeer, Frosty the Crackhead, uh, Merry Christmas Slaughter. That was an original. I still have the notebook somewhere that's got all the lyrics written in it. This cat is holding my hand right now. That cat, uh, you didn't see it last night, but I was on the couch. I sent you the picture. You did. Of uh, Paul, our new cat, getting close to him and laying down. Mm-hmm. And they do not get along. Well, he doesn't get along with Paul, I should say, Oliver. And I went to go pet Oliver to like calm him down. And as soon as I moved, you know those cat videos where they put a cucumber next to him? And they jump. And they just freak out? Mm-hmm. That's what he did. And I swear he put the side of uh, his body into the corner of that desk, your desk in mm-hmm. there. I mean, he just launched. I don't know how he did it, but it was like, you know those, uh, you know, remember those old toys that had a spring on them, but they had a suction cup at the same time? So yes. you suction them down and then they'd pop up. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like, but it was a cat. It was like intense. By the way. Yes? Paul. Paul. He moves like a fucking gif. He, he, he'll do, like if he is... Um, being i don't know come at by another animal and he wants to seem tough or scared he'll he'll do that like sideways uh like arched back scared cat thing (laughs) but he walks sideways yeah like from the gifts that you like cat gifts where they like they look scared and they like run sideways or like walk sideways he does that (laughs) that's a classic cat move i guess i'd like to think so Sorry, I'm very parched. And I just took a huge poop. So now I'm extra parched. (laughs) It took all of the liquid that I drank, apparently, to get that poop out of me. And now I got to start over. So let's uh, start with the beginning of this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Again, this is 20 years old with Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Poop. I cannot believe that it's been 20 years. It blows my mind that I've been listening to anything for 20 years. Yeah, I haven't listened to this for 20 years. Because I watched the show, but I didn't... I didn't, like, listen to this. I didn't have access to cable. I didn't have access to Comedy Central until college. How did you have access in comedy, to Comedy Central in college? Did they provide TV in college? Yeah, in my dorm, I I got cable if I had a TV. Really? They just mm-hmm. had that? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know colleges did that. It wasn't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you have to pay for it? Probably, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I didn't know if it was one of those things they just added, like, we already got college costs, so we'll just add cable in there. Because you know they get a fucking deal. They probably act like it's a special thing. 
If you stay here, you can get cable. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a privilege they can take away, too. These cookies are such shit. <laughs> yeah. Our local pizzeria fucked up. I'm changing the cookies. Go back to Otis Spunkmire. That's what I'm saying. It's about to get extra festive. <laughs> I think one of the only albums I've ever heard where you hear someone take a poop. I've heard lots of albums that talk about poop. Okay. But I think it's the only album I know where you heard somebody take a shit. So if anyone knows an album out there where somebody's taking a shit, go ahead and send it my way. Sometimes he's practically water. And then they just describe poop. It's fucking crazy. Because he's just clinging to your sphincter and he won't drop off and so you shake your ass around and try to get it to drop I think it's interesting how some people how people pronounce the word sphincter differently. Some people like sphincter. Sphincter. And he kind of did a little bit of that, like sphincter. Yeah. But it's sphincter. It's not sphincter. Is there a C in there? It's just SH, right? SHP? Uh, I don't know. Look up how to spell sphincter. Sphincter. I'm a sphincter. You're a sphincter. You're a sphincter? <laughs> I'm just saying it for the reason it's, right now. It sounds almost like it's being Germaned up. Yeah, it does. But what if it's a German word? What if I'm saying it wrong? Well, what there it, isn't, what? there's no C-H at all. Isn't it just S-P-H? S-P-H. I thought so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just straight into sphincter. Let's see. There's no sphincter. The official pronunciation... Should be this. I'm gonna turn up my volume. Oh, you We're don't gonna... have a British person. Here we go. Sphincter. Yeah. Sphincter. <laughs> so yeah. Fuck you, sphincter people. <laughs> I think it's, it's just more fun to say sphincter. It de- you just hiled Hitler. Yeah, it definitely has a German feel to it. Sphincter. It definitely does. But no, it's sphincter. 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 I remember learning that you have multiple sphincters. We do. And I was like, whoa, I had no idea. Because there's the involuntary one, which I guess is the one that opens up when you got to take a shit. And then your last one's the voluntary sphincter, where you can be like, oh, I got to poop, clench. I thought that there were more sphincters than that. like, Because oh, ju- it's just like... I think the traveling, the passage oh. between intestines and stuff, there's a sphincter in there, too. And I'm talking about the poo end. You should look up how many sphincters we okay. have in our body. <laughs> I will. Because like, I think that that's really important information. It is. Especially for this sort of this sort of podcast, it's, it's important to talk about how much fingers we have in our bodies. Let's see how in my body I have many. a lot. I'm guessing it's twelve. Your guess is twelve. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna go eight. How many sphincters does the body have? Oh my god! What is it like seventy-two? It's sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a lot, oh but I didn't God. think it was that much. Jesus Christ. We just learned something. You have 60 sphincters in your body, so people. How many cows sphincters? What? Because a cow has like four stomachs, right? Yeah, they do, but... So they'd have to have more sphincters. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they have four separate digestive systems. I don't well, know. And why do they have four stomachs instead of one I, giant one? I don't know. I don't know at all. But I didn't get the straight-up answer that I wanted, so I'm not digging deep into the cow sphincter. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. When I looked up human sphincters, it was like the number was right there, and it said 60. <laughs> I, I guess more people care about that information than how many sphincters cows have. 
that's weird to me that it's such an even number that it's six. 60. It's not 62. It's not 66. Six, six, six. It's straight up 60. I said six, six, six on the oh, Christmas six. episode. Oh, it's Christmas. <laughs> it is. Merry Christmas. Today, put the Christ back in Christmas. Oh, yeah. We are releasing this on Christmas. This is coming out Christmas Day. And sit around the on f- Christmas log, Day. Look at your grandma and say, "Hey, hey we're going to listen to this." <laughs> hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. We're going to listen to Mr. Hanky's Christmas classics. Hey, you old bitch. I might listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's super important to no one. So the mi- to the Jeffries. Oh, well, they're, they're going to be spending time with their family. They have a big Brady Bunch style family. Merry Christmas, Jeffries. We haven't talked about the Jeffries in a while. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you Jeffries, guys rule. We like you. Mr. Jeffries actually, uh, inc- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Influenced my next decision at the end of the episode. Oh, yes. So the first song, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, because again, most of this was based from a, an episode from season three called Mr. Hanky's Christmas classics. But there are, it's like two or three tracks that did not come from that. They came from the first season and the intro to Mr. Hanky came in the first season. It didn't actually come from that. Yeah. But when you say it came from that, I mean, they made this album first and then made the episode. It's not like they're like, hey, we made that episode and made all these songs. Now let's release it. They would make the album first. Yeah, but I mean, there's a difference between season three and season one. So they had oh, yeah. an idea, at least, yeah, yeah. between having a couple of these songs already recorded uh-huh. for the show yeah, and right. then to turn it into an album. Like uh, later when we listen to uh, uh, Jew on Christmas, I don't know what the song is called, mm-hmm. but that was a song that Kyle had already sang mm-hmm. seasons before. Yeah just amped up on this one with a very special guest with a very (laughs) very special guest so let's listen to the next track let's do it this is mr garrison oh god the third grade teacher (laughs) let's listen to merry fucking christmas man this is this song made me laugh so much when i was it still does oh this song is bold and hilarious and this song is essentially explaining no, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of let it so every do its thing. I go yeah. to the East and <laughs> Which is what Christians do. Hey there, Mr. Muslim. Merry fucking Christmas. Put down that book, the Koran, and hear some holiday wishes. <laughs> <laughs> wishes. Wishes. You know what's really cool about this album, too? Is it's all Matt and Trey singing besides uh, the girl that does the vocals. I can't remember her name. Yeah, is it she committed suicide? committed suicide. And I guess that this was... She did it like before the episode came out. So oh, the episode no. was dedicated to her. But she oh, had, really? she had recorded everything. Yeah. But it was like right before the episode actually came out that uh-huh. she killed herself. Uh, I remember noticing the difference in voices and not knowing that that girl had committed suicide. But I remember like, eh, Mrs. Garrison, or not Mrs. Garrison, Mrs. Cartman sounds a little different than she used mm-hmm. to. And then there are some people that they just don't do anymore. That's true. Like we don't. Hear, we haven't heard from Shelly in years. Oh, that's right. Uh, we got that one Shelly episode where she was uh, had the boyfriend over the internet, mm. but then the internet went down, and then they actually met in real life and wouldn't talk to each other and could only send internet messages to each other. 
and then Randy finally went to that porn room where he got to like oh look at God. fake porn and blew a mountain of jizz everywhere. On Christmas Day, I travel around the world and say, That was Christmas bonus and all you atheists too. Merry fucking Christmas. So basically, fuck you. Christianity's right. It's a good thing that, uh, Thank you, Mr. Hand. It's a good, That's important to hear that part. It's a good thing that Trump gave us Christmas back, especially for that that song. The, the ability to say <laughs> Merry Christmas, because we stopped. We were saying things like Xmas. We were saying Happy Holidays. How dare us respect other people? It's so insane that we should respect other people. Why can't it just be all about us all the time? But thankfully, Trump is back. To, or I'm sorry. He's in office to bring back the quality traditional parts that make us true Americans. <laughs> because if you don't support Trump or if you doubt Trump, then you are un-American and you don't support the Constitution. Uh, isn't that fun? I, I fear that the sarcasm isn't bleeding enough through the microphone. <laughs> well, it's about to. Because and I, I commented on someone's post who I really like where we have very different political standings. But it is so fucking irritating to me which is probably why you're glad that you're not on social media so much right now i'm taking a huge facebook break just facebook like are you still on instagram and stuff I've never used instagram so i don't have that addiction that i had with facebook i mean i'd open the phone and the very first thing my thumb would naturally do it just knew where the fucking facebook thing was it just opened boop and i and it wasn't even what i opened my phone for i mm-hmm. opened my phone to like change a podcast or change a song or text you. And the very first thing my thumb always fucking did was hit Facebook. And I'd be like, God damn it. And I'd have to get out of Facebook. Well, what really annoys me is that there is this mentality that seems to go around in a lot of conservative memes and just mental. I don't know if it's from Fox news or what, but that if you don't support Donald Trump, you don't support America. You don't support our troops. You don't support our constitution. That's so dumb. You should just leave. That's so dumb. But like, it, you can't say any of those things about them when they were unhappy when Obama was in I office. I was going to say, what about four years ago when they were bitching about Obama? And I didn't go, you're un-American because you're not supporting Obama. They would say the same thing. You don't, Obama doesn't follow the constitution. If you support him, you don't follow the constitution. It's always, <laughs> it's always attacking whether or not you're a true American. And I think that's so shitty and offensive. Yeah, it is. It's so offensive. Isn't the American way to actually rebel against things when you don't think they're right? It's, uh, it's, we're we're allowed to peaceful protest. We're allowed to fucking ask questions. We don't get beheaded when we uh, say that we want to be different, believe different, dress different, act different. Like America is and all of its fucking faults it's a great fucking place to live. <laughs> yeah. So to pretend like just because I'm just because you don't like Trump and well, be and that you don't like him because you don't want him to put our nation first. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And that was what the, the it actually said. Like you like pe- pe- people are upset with Trump. Like so many people don't like him because he puts our nation first. And it's like. No, that's not it. I don't like Trump's personality. I've always say, thought he was an asshole. All politics aside, I've always thought Trump was a fucking douchebag. And he just, yeah, he's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like that mentality of them versus us. I think it's so dangerous. It's only going to get worse. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like the Civil War, man. So I think that when people take specific stances and say things like, you are less American because you don't support the president, even though you didn't support the last president. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's shitty. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> so we're going to listen to the next track, which is the first Christmas classic done by Eric Cartman. Oh, oh, by Christmas classic, you mean an actual Christmas song? An actual song. Okay. Um, because uh, most of these songs, I would say, are, yeah, are originals. As I look through this, there are a, a hand, a good handful that are not, um, that that are classics. But well, done South Park style. So let let's get to Eric Cartman singing "Oh Holy Night." My mom and I used to listen to this album all the time. She fucking hates Eric Cartman's voice. She always hated Beavis's voice too. She just hates that sound. We can listen to the Mariah Carey one if that would make her feel better. <laughs> yeah, because she's listening to this. She cannot listen. She does not listen to this podcast. Well, I understand because she has tried in the beginning, but I feel like we were more vulgar in the beginning and like trying to introduce who we were and telling stories I mean we still kind of do but I don't I think that we maybe hit a little harder with talking about jerking off and stuff a lot more in the beginning it's true we did (laughs) and we don't really do that as much anymore unless we need to talk about it which I mean give me give me a fucking segue and I'll jump right on it <laughs> I like how the I like how it's big and nice in the background. And they put that like choir and those big orchestral, like a timpani, uh-huh. <laughs> crash cymbals. I loved playing crash cymbals in band because you you are taught to go big and go. Like, this is obviously not nobody can see me, but you're supposed to like, hit them, yeah, and then, like ring them out and go like that. Put yeah. your arms out and show the front of the symbol. Plus, you have to, like, also know... Because you're not just, like... I mean, you have to, like, start early to be able to hit it. Right? Because you're, like, picking up big symbols. Uh, you don't you don't hit early or anything. You hit at an angle. You're not supposed to just go straight into it. you got to go at an angle. Well, no, I was just <sighs> saying, but, like, to get ready, you have to, like, go early to hit them on yeah, time. Yeah. So, it's more than just... Now... Ding, like hitting a triangle, oh, just be yeah. like nothing, but you have to like prepare and get your arms up because it is more like a show, it seems like. Because I mean, things like that seem to be really focused on in like a marching band, like a parade sort of thing is yeah. r- the real big and like at games and things when you're you're like performing. There's definitely a visual element mm-hmm. for sure. I loved being in band. I miss being in band. Just getting music given to you and reading actual music and yeah, I missed the structure so nice. yeah. of it and just learning what things actually were because a lot of people didn't always like from because I was a music kid and you were a band kid. Mm-hmm. People didn't always like the music teacher. They would say that she was a bitch because we had a music teacher that like flowed and like changed different schools, but like moved with us. Oh, yeah. You mean the, the choir teacher? The choir She's not teacher. The music teacher, yeah. She was the music teacher when we had her in primary school. Primary school, school yeah. She, 
probably told this before, but she was the one who told me that I was going to be a drummer. Really? Yeah. Weird. I, we, she got every kid up on the front, and you were supposed to sing the same song that everyone was singing. Mm-hmm. And after I got done, she said, you have a very percussive voice. I wouldn't be surprised if you become a drummer someday. Because she just... Watch. Because of that time, she heard your time. Yeah. So that's the thing. I was like, I was just getting ready to say a lot of people didn't like her and thought she was a bitch, maybe, but she knew what she was talking Mm -hmm. about. And when she was in charge, we got ones, which were perfect scores at contests all the time. Do do you think part of her uh, dynamic was she knew because she had not only had she done it, obviously, that's a reason, but didn't she fuck up her voice? Yeah. So she like knew what was wrong because like mm-hmm. I did what was wrong. Don't do what was wrong. She would oversing. Yeah, and she would try and do things that she couldn't hit. She would try to sing too um, too loud. Ah. She would try and like kind of show off and be like, "Look what I can do," and then just blew out her fucking voice. So a lot of times when she would sing for us, her voice would break all the time, wow. and her voice was just wrecked. Wow. But she could still find the notes. And she could be like, you know, start here. And she would, you know, like she could do that. Yeah. But then like if it came to actual like singing something and and, like showing us like a line and singing it for us, her voice would break throughout the whole time. I was going to say, because I never really saw her actually sing a full song. Oh, no. Because she she couldn't physically do it. Like they say, those who can't do teach. But she knew her shit. It's just that she was strict. Sounds like she couldn't do because she fucked herself up. Because she oh, went too man. big. What a horrible dynamic that would be to know how much you love music. Because she obviously did. Mm-hmm. She's obviously there to teach children music. It's been her whole life. But then to know that I can't do it anymore. Because I'm sure at one point if she would have taken care of her voice and not done that. I'm sure she wouldn't have lost it. She just made the wrong choices. Did she smoke? I don't know. I feel like she might have been a slight smoker. Not like a heavy okay. smoker. But I wouldn't be surprised if she had like a cigarette when she drinks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she drank too much. Maybe. Because drinking can fuck up your throat because everyone's different. Yeah. I remember she yelled at me one time in the hallway for saying Jesus Christ. I was in a... Remember that old hallway where the band in high school where the band was in one area and then you walked down the hall and the choir room was down at the end of the hall? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... Yeah. I one time was like, Jesus Christ! Just because I always say that as a... What do I... I don't know. Taking the Lord's name in vain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... uh she turned around and she said, don't take the Lord's name in the van. And I went. In the van? In the- <laughs> <laughs> you just said, don't take the Lord's name. No, I can't say it. What is happening? I can't- you can't don't take the Lord's, Lord's name, name in, in the, the van. van. <laughs> <laughs> she turned around and said, don't take the Lord's name in vain. And I said, it's not my Lord. <laughs> Didn't she just seem like surprised? Uh, she gave me a very shocked look, but she just turned around and walked away. How dare you? And then I took the Lord's name in the van, and you don't want to know what I did with it there. <laughs> we were friends on Facebook like a year or two ago. Oh, really? For Not for a super long amount of time. I who, unfriended her. Okay, I was going to say, who got rid of who? <laughs> it, it, it just didn't seem like we were actually connected in any way. Yeah. That's got to be weird as a teacher, too. Like, eh, these kids that I didn't really... Well, I could be friends with you. <laughs> I'm You're sure just a kid I taught. I feel like she remembers a lot of us, though, because she, again, she changed and moved throughout the years and, like, went to the middle school. 
Yeah, yeah. And then when we went to the high school, she went to the high school she as did. well. She followed our class, mm-hmm. our age group. I don't know what it was because, I mean, her daughter was a year below us. Maybe that's what it was. No, that's probably exactly what it was. But that's, isn't, that's fucking weird that she like wanted to teach her daughter. Or keep an eye on her. I don't know. Don't you go slutting around. <laughs> so weird. But what is she doing now? I forgot she even existed. She still lives in the state, I believe, but she is still a teacher. I meant the daughter. She, I think, does something. She might be something musical as well. Huh. But I'm not sure. Let's get back into <laughs> this uh, album. Let's get to another song that is an original. This is Dead, Dead, Dead. Oh, such a good song. so happy sounding (laughs) so and i'm not sure if this is true but this note from the internet said that the song was especially written for the south park christmas album which was recorded during the production of bigger longer and uncut which is interesting oh they made this during that movie it's, yeah, I guess it was recorded during the production. Yeah. I bet. A bigger, longer, and uncut. I bet they were like, hey, we're already getting them to pay for this studio. Let's get some other shit in here. That's what I would do. Uh huh. For that makes sure. Sense. Why not? Let's cut an album yeah. in our spare time. That's a good fucking idea. I love how they put kids in it, too. <laughs> it, it does say that it's not featured in the episode. Potentially due to time restraints, but also due to the morbid irony that it does say that Mary Kay Bergman, Mary Kay Bergman was her name. She committed suicide days before the album's release, which features some of her last recorded voice work as Wendy Testaberger and Sheila Broflowski. She was so great as Sheila. Yeah, she was good as that. She did a great job on the... Gerald! I can't even do it. Gerald! Whoever took over for the female voices does a great job, too. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the exact same, yeah. no. uh, I remember reading about... Nobody what was her name again? That's my point. Mary Kay Bergman. I remember reading about it that she was like depressed and her husband didn't even know how depressed she was and that she thought she was losing her voice talents. And that's so sad that it just... That's because she wasn't. She could have had a very long career in South Park. It sucks to feel suffered. Like, I mean, like, like you're uh, not suffered, but suffocating within yourself yeah. it sucks dead 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 merry christmas everybody again having children just crammed in there on like such a gloomy song is so fucking funny to me i like it yeah i'm into that I like it. It's a good uh, it's a good comedic angle to get kids on such a horrific in quotations horrific thing. That's right. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> we are. I'm okay with that. <laughs> except <laughs> except the whole idea of unfinished business. I don't do anything, so all of my business will be either unfinished or never started. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be a ghost <laughs> or you will be a crazy ghost. No, I I don't have anything that I care to deal with. I, I there aren't lazy ghosts, are there? I don't know. I don't think there are any I don't ghosts. Believe in ghosts. So. <laughs> I don't believe in any of that. I've never had a ghost experience. I've never 
had anything like that happen to me. Never had. No ghost experience. <laughs> they say that it's the people that believe in that kind of stuff. They say it's because you don't. Because you're not open to it. Because you're not open to it. So that frequency or whatever is just cut out completely. Yeah, it's the whole thing that they say about like babies and animals that are mm-hmm. supposedly more perceptive to it, I suppose, yeah. because they have a blank slate of like judgment when it comes like they're not skeptics. Yeah. I'm a skeptic. Yeah. So that's why I feel like when it comes to all kinds of things, I, I'm not going to see ghosts. Yeah. I'm not going to hear like, I don't know, because I just I'm, I'm going to. Uh, assume that there is a scientific reason behind it. Absolutely. I, I just thought of this as I was talking and I said frequency because th- I've read that before that they think that it's ghost sightings are, are it's a different f- visual frequency that you're picking up on. Okay. I have hearing damage. So there are certain hearing frequencies that I just don't hear like high tones. People walk into rooms, older TVs and they can hear the, I can hear tones that you can't hear. Yeah, I just don't hear any of that stuff because I've got hearing damage. I wonder if if we're accepting that that's the case, that ghosts and stuff like that are on a different frequency range. I wonder if it's literally that same kind of idea. Like, that's just gone. It's just not in your eyes anymore. It's not part of your brain anymore. So as you get older, things get worse. But there's people that are in their fucking 70s that are like, ah, it's all a ghost. See, and I'm I'm fascinated by it, and I I would want to see it, but like, one, it would scare me, but like, I would just, I don't think I'd, I'd like try and put my hand through it. <laughs> I don't think it's ever that close when people see That's ghosts. That's the thing. Like, I would like, I would like want to inspect it. Like, yeah. I, I just think I would try and find some like reasoning for why it's happening like yeah. like this can't just be happening mm-hmm. and i mean you can put your hand through casper so i'm assuming that you can put your hand through <laughs> a, a ghost that people make up in their brains yeah well that's the other thing too i know movie ghosts get right up in your fucking face and stuff and they're just like right there mm-hmm. any ghost story i've heard from any friend or read it wasn't right next to them. It was like, I looked down the hall. And they were like walking in the distance. I, or yeah. they saw someone like walking outside. Yeah, yeah, or... yeah. But on your note, I would be scared fucking shitless if I saw a ghost. Like even just talking about it, it makes my fucking hairs on my neck go up. Because it would throw my entire belief system down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, like I... I that's the th- And that's why I think that... That's why I lean on the idea of it being bullshit. Because... It's all, if it's perception based, I mean, your brain is powerful. Yeah. Like you can see things if you or hear things and believe things that aren't real. Uh-huh. Your brain fills in spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when they get take 10 people to recollect uh, something that happened. Recollect. And all 10 fucking stories are different. How do you recollect what happened? <laughs> I'll recollect. <laughs> so... Yeah, ghosts. If anybody's got a ghost story that listens to this podcast, I, I am I'd like interested to know it because, because I, that's the thing. I, I I like I'm like I challenge you, ghosts. Like, show me that you're real, sort of thing. But I did the same thing to God. <laughs> 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 so oh my, I did actually, but it wasn't like shitty. I wasn't <laughs> shitty to God, guys. Don't worry. This is a Christmas episode. I wasn't shitty to God. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, if you're real, like, give me, like, show me something. Show me that I'm not just talking to myself. Give me a sign. And I and I didn't want to be, like, cheesy and be like, you know, like, give me a sign. But, 
you know. But that's what you wanted. But that's what I want. Yeah. Like, show me that this isn't all in my head. Uh-huh. And nothing happened. And nothing happened. And I kept kind of waiting. And I kept looking. And yeah, I think you just have to have blind faith. I can't, you, I, I just don't think that you can be someone who is super skeptical, someone who is cynical, someone who questions every, I've been, I've been like this my entire life. I've always asked questions about everything. So much that you got annoying to your parents sometimes, maybe? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. One of my mom's exes said that he thought that I was the most interesting out of myself and my siblings because I was so inquisitive. And I just always wanted to know about things. You wanted to learn. Yeah. And I, I, I've always been like that. I always went around and hung around my dad when he would be working on vehicles and stuff. That's a good quality. You so, want to learn. Yeah. I, like. I love that quality. I think most people should have that quality. I like to absorb information. It's just whether or not I do anything with it. Which <laughs> and because I don't do anything with it, I think that's why I don't necessarily maintain it. Ah, Always. maintaining. That's the biggest part of it. That's a huge part. It. There is a cat just perched on my fucking shoulder right now. It's very weird. He wants to get on the microphone. Do you want to speak? <laughs> he wants me to move it so he can... Climb down my body. Climb down your boobs and into your vagina. (laughs) God, his asshole was like open. I saw it close. His sphincter? Oh, yeah. And I smell his butt. Oh, no. Did he fart right when he was walking down you? No, I think he took a shit recently. But yeah, just going back to sphincters, (laughs) he brought it back. Way to to call back, boy. Good boy. It was visual. But I mean, it's a podcast medium. You don't understand. You're a cat. But, you know, you pulled it off. So good job. He's like, guys, there's a ghost down the fucking hallway. <laughs> Look at my asshole. <laughs> there was, I just remember this. There's one time that I did see something weird. It, look, I think I've told this on the podcast. In this house? Yeah. Where I was, it was just like four in the fucking morning. I couldn't fall asleep. And I swore I saw a edge of a head. So my peek in the doorway at me and then peek it back out. But it was four in the fucking morning. I probably fell asleep for a second and just had a little dream. And then went, huh? Huh? And then I still have problems uh, deciphering deciphering if it's reality or if it's a dream earlier. Mm-hmm. Last night when I got, remember I got really hot last night and I was like, Ugh. and I went outside for a bit. Yeah. I peed when I was outside and I looked around and for a split second, I was like, I feel like I'm in a dream. Oh fuck. Am I dreaming? And I had to like rearrange my brain to tell me, no, we're in reality right now. You had to get rearranged, Limp Biscuit style. That's the, that's the negative of not smoking pot. My dreams are so fucking vivid again, and they feel so real when they're happening, and I hate it. I cannot wait to dull my brain again. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on, <laughs> baby. Let's go to the next song. This is, uh, this is another Christmas classic. This is one of my favorite Christmas songs in general not i mean i'm not like telling you what my favorite song on the album is but in general i'm a b- oh. big fan of the christmas song carol of the bells me too uh, hark, hear the bells, oh, mr mackey it's like the most metal christmas song out there but i do not like metal versions of this song no i like just vocal versions of yeah, this i'm not too. a big fan of musical renditions yeah like the trans-siberian orchestra uh-uh. i do not like that no version. thank you yeah. you know those guys i think i'm probably talking out of school here and don't know what i'm really talking you always about are. you're always talking out of school that's a podcast right 
Uh, I mean, that's what happens when you graduate and you have conversations <laughs> with people after you graduate. I'm pretty sure those Trans-Siberian Orchestra guys are also in other metal bands. And then for the holidays, they just do not book anything else and they do that Trans-Siberian Orchestra thing. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Mr. Mackey was always such a funny character to me. He still exists. Yeah. I just don't watch the show anymore, to be honest, and neither do you. No, we don't keep up with it anymore. I no. remember still thinking it was funny. It's just not... Yeah. It doesn't hit me like it used to. No, and it just... I, I have too much trash TV to watch about. <laughs> so the latest trash TV show that I've been watching, that I watched already, I'm finished with it, was... God, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Born in Prison or something like that. Uh, It's on Hulu. It's an A&E show, I guess. And it's based in Indiana. Do you want me to look it up to see what it's called? Well, I have Hulu. But it's a show where pregnant women, they go into jail and once they have their babies they are like right before they actually have their babies they move to a special unit born behind bars born behind bars okay and uh i binged that shit pretty quickly yeah uh and so i mean it's a special privilege but you can't be a criminal like a high criminal offender violent criminal you can't be violent you can't be i mean yeah, anything with like negligence or neglect or anything with just like being caught with having drugs and kids also being in the home. Oh uh, yeah, things like that. Even like there, there was a lady who had a pending charge and she was pregnant, and like by the time they were like, you can't have that pending charge to come over here, and she like by the time she would have been able to even do something about it would have been after she would have given birth. So she didn't have a chance. So in that case you give birth, the baby either goes to like a family member or it goes into foster care. Yeah. So it was interesting that some of these babies were able to stay. So they were able to have that connection with the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are times where a lot of the people, you know, they have a baby, they give it away. They're in jail for a few more years the kid has absolutely no fucking connection yeah. to them. Doesn't know who they are. Um, and I mean, so it's interesting. And then supposedly people who go through this program, they reoffend less. And then their children aren't necessarily born into the system because a lot of the people from these jail shows that I've watched, their parents were also fuck ups. Yeah. Not always, but usually. Yeah. Don't they say that like the first like two years or first something months after a baby's born, that's like the connection time. That's when mm-hmm. the baby learns who its mother actually is. And mm-hmm. that'd be rough to get out and your baby, your like three-year-old is just like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And well, and that, that was the worst know who part this lady is. about it because they also have people who live there and work as nannies and their kids, maybe for whatever reason, because like if your kid needs more medical attention, if it's a preemie, there was a girl who had twins and they were born at like two and three pounds. If that's the case, they're not coming to the jail because they need to be able to be healthy, to have like the, quickest access to stuff yeah and you can't necessarily have the quickest access to stuff when you're 
locked in a prison. And prisons are fucking gross. So if your baby's <clears> already got like uh, health problems and it's not the immune system, it's already working on its new immune system. But if it's already starting under mm-hmm. what a normal baby has, I mean, dudes get staph infections and shit all the time yeah. in prison. It's a gross place. Well, and there was a girl who her baby, because they always keep the baby for two days anyway, I guess, uh, just to watch them at the hospital before they let the mom have the baby. So there are two days of separation always, Yeah, I guess. Um, and then there was a, one of the girl's babies stopped breathing at the hospital. Whoa. So then of course they decided <laughs> you can't have your baby. So I don't know. It's just, it's crazy fucked up shit like that, that I enjoy putting on while I'm working during the day. I feel like a real woman. I also like to watch things about, Casey Anthony, Amanda Knox, Lorena Bobbitt, uh, serial killers. I think Lorena Bobbitt is a real woman. I mean, she had a reason to cut that little little far to cut a dude's penis off. But, but he supposedly beat the hell out of her yeah. and raped her and shit. So. Who's Amanda Knox? Amanda Knox, she uh, supposedly killed her boyfriend, I think is what it was. Huh. I kind of, I don't remember as much because I like, again, I don't really absorb a lot of stuff. I have a shit memory, <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's, uh, let's listen to more of this. Let's listen to another original, the lonely Jew on Christmas. This is a fucking classic in my brain. It's hard to be a Jew. It's because you're Jewish. No, but I wish I had a Jew fro as they call it. I do too. Unfortunately for you, with having that aspiration, you have very straight hair. Yeah. I'm going perm. Getting a permanent. I'm doing it. I think we said this on a past podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. You can re-straighten it, right? And a person with straight hair doesn't just come back. You don't just re-straighten it. I mean, that's like putting a lot more chemicals on your hair. You would just wait for it to work itself out. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I'm going fro, baby. Because it would, it, that's the thing, it would be tight and then it would loosen over time and it would eventually be straight again. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a sham. It's a sham. <laughs> so wait, a permanent uses chemicals? Oh yeah. And you're not allowed to wash your hair for like two days after you get it and you just reek of chemicals. Ugh. Maybe I'm not doing Because that. it has to set. I don't do good with smells like that. Actually, no. I probably do better with chemical smell than I do like perfumes and stuff, but because I work with fucking stinky ass chemicals every day. There's people that come back in the body shop and they're like, oh god, how are you working back here? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't smell that? I'm like, ah, it's just normal to me anymore. We had this one lady walk through that was like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my lungs. <laughs> then get the fuck out of here, lady. Yeah, that was so funny. There's a special guest. It's not Trey Parker. It's clearly supposed to be the Neil motherfucking Diamond. (laughs) You don't have to do it. It's so funny because on the album it says special guest because they could not write Neil Diamond. Uh (laughs) Special celebrity guest. Bingo. (laughs) Except I. Both my grandmas have been dead for a long time. They were the alcoholics? No, but the rest of my family are. (laughs) Including me. One of them died because he loved alcohol so much. Who? 
He even like lost his foot. Oh, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Yeah. And he didn't stop smoking cigarettes and drinking screwdrivers all mm, day long. Nope. He saw the writing on the wall and said, fuck it. I'm going to spend the last days of my life still getting drunk. It just sucks to get to the point where you're having to amputate parts of your body. Yeah. And I mean, I, but that's the, that's where it sucks. That's where it's like, I'd just rather die. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm then sure you don't that, have to die because of it. No, you can just cut back. I'm sure the doctors were already telling him years before. Oh yeah, Bob, you got to calm down. And he was probably like, "What?" As he took a drink out of a screwdriver in the doctor's office. Well, speaking of someone who I mentioned earlier, who we don't see much of anymore, let's listen to "I Saw Three Ships" by Shelley Marsh. Stan's sister. Oh my God, that whole thing would be tough to say because if you don't know Shelly, Shelly has a lisp. So I saw three ships, Shelly Marsh, Stan's sister. Is that a lisp or is it something else? Cause it's just speaking impediment. Yeah. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. <laughs> I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. Because this is a lisp. Well, I guess, I mean... <laughs> Shut up, turds! Shut up, turds! Jim Carrey cable guy, that's a list. If I sell a lie. Shut up, turds! Christ was there on Christmas Day in the morning. Such a. It's a funny bit idea. Like, this is truly a bit. I told you to shut up! Mm hmm. I shall rejoice the man on Christmas Day in the morning. Shelly is starting to get pissed on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Shelly got up and killed the turks on Christmas Day in the morning! So she shoots him? Uh, or is that I'm her throwing Stan through a wall? Uh, yeah, that's what... I'm going to throw you through that wall. <laughs> Who was that? That's Bill Burr. No, it's the show. It's F is for Family. F is for Family, yeah. I'm going to put you through that wall. Yeah. You don't shut up, I'm going to put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> I love it. While they're outside. Uh-huh. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and listen to, because I know that we're getting uh, we're high on break. time. So uh, let's listen to a couple more tracks, and then we will take a break. Uh, let's listen to what happened in Sun Valley. This is Stan Marsh and Wendy Testaberger. My mother loves this song. I remember you telling me that. That surprises me. I mean, it's a... Because it's clean and cute and yeah. sweet. Uh-huh. I mean, the only thing vulgar about it is Stan later puking. It's Other than that, it's just two loves sing their song. And this is... I didn't know this was already a song. I yeah, I did this. see that. Yeah. So I didn't know that this wasn't written by Matt and Trey. Because I remember been thinking, wow, this is like... It's not something I would enjoy on the outside of the South Park world, but I was very impressed. I thought they wrote this song. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, no, no, this is already a song. I thought that they wrote it until I saw that someone else did it before them. But I I don't think it's a bad song. It's just definitely not like one of the better ones. I just don't think that if I heard like someone who was taking it seriously singing it, I don't. I don't think there would be this energy in it too. This is like a real show oh, energy, yeah. you know, like a Las Vegas show almost. Like show tunes, like a yeah, old yeah, show movie. tunes. Yeah. It just doesn't fit with a lot of the rest of the album. It's the biggest sounding song. 
Yeah, that's true. I wonder if this is the one that they tried to like. Uh, if they submitted to things, if they submitted this one, because like, yeah, here's your actual Christmas song, or proving that hey, we can actually do a real Christmas album here if we wanted to. And I was gonna say earlier, it's cool that they sing in their characters, and that they have, they're still hitting the notes. They're well, still using those voices. For the most part, they're hitting the notes. And it's also Trey doing Stan, so... And, and Trey's, Trey's baby. Really good, yeah. It's Trey's baby! <laughs> how, many tra- how many musicals has that fucking asshole done now? Quite a handful. Three? We got Cannibal the Musical, South Park, and Book of Mormon, right? Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Pretty good. Good for him. We're going to listen to one more song, uh, and then we're going to take a break. This is another Jewish classic. This is Otanenbaum and the style of Adolf Hitler. Is this a classic Jewish song? Otanenbaum is a song. Yeah, I don't know Jewish? if it's Jewish. I mean, they, weren't they Jews German. back in the day? Oh, it's just German. Oh, is it German? Yeah, Otanenbaum is a German word. What does it mean? Christmas tree? Oh, Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, Christmas tree. Yeah, that's a classic Christmas song. <laughs> a classic Jewish Christmas song. Yeah, it's a Jewish-German Christmas song. There are a lot of Germans who invited Jews into their space. I think they were just German. I don't think that's true. Jewish people who lived in Germany. <laughs> I'm sure that those camps weren't set up on German land, were they? Yeah, Auschwitz, that would have yeah. been German land. Yeah. So yeah, they brought them home. They brought all these Jewish people home. Oh, I killed them. <laughs> oh, you don't have a Christmas tree. Do you think he was just getting back at the Jews for killing Christ? Well, On that note, we're gonna... Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Hitler was just a fucking psycho who <laughs> was like, I have a lot of problems in life, and I gotta blame somebody. He I'm was blaming religious. These Jews. He was religious. He he thought that they were like cockroaches, essentially. Jeez. He wanted to exterminate them because he wanted to have. He thought he believed in like a pure Aryan race. Blonde uh, hair, blue eyed, perfect, beautiful children. Not fucking dark hair, dark eyes, big God, nose people. Michelle, <laughs> Proving you're the most racist I member of the couple. I don't believe this. I'm explaining the difference between what Hitler wanted and what Hitler hated. That's why he killed them yeah. because they weren't his perfect little people. I still I don't know what it was. Did he? I mean, I'm sure there was something more political about it. I don't want to fucking talk about I Hitler. Know. I was going to say I work with a person still who still says things like they want to Jew you down, mm-hmm. and it drives me fucking nuts because I'm now trying to figure out how to say. Uh, Oh, yeah, they christened you or something like that. You should, yeah. It's a slice. In the most offensive way that you possibly can. It's a good way to, you know, handle life. So we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back. Yeah. Hi there, Mr. Hinduist. Merry fucking Christmas. Drink eggnog and eat some beef and pass it to the missus. But no matter when it happens, it will seem too soon to you. So be sure on 
Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming back. And someday you'll be dead. I was trying to sound sophisticated, but I don't know how to fucking do that. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Double of Jewels podcast. My name is Michelle, and my husband Sam is here with me today. And we're going to be talking about the. Mr. Aggie's Christmas Classics album. Speaking of Christmas, we are next to the Christmas tree. Yes, that a cat is lit rubbing his up. face on. And he's oh, pretty yeah. lit up, too, on this Christmas tree. He is lit up on that nip, yo. Oh! Maybe I should try and smoke a bowl of catnip. I think that will make you sick. <laughs> yeah, probably. Remember that one time I put a little peppermint in the bong water? I do. And I, and and I was like, it'll make it taste like peppermint. And I took a rip out of it, and it immediately made me sick. Like, sick for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Fucked me up. What was that, Oliver? What was that, buddy? Anyway. He was on the, I think, the most recent episode in the background as well. You're a, you're a podcast superstar, motherfucker. Since Oliver. We have, once again, millions. Superstar. <laughs> Throwback to the last to episode. Sing and I'll do that a lot. Sorry. What, move the entire table? <laughs> With my knee. That's fine. Nothing fell over. Nothing will, and nothing ever will. Well, now it will, because you said it won't. Never will. So, we are talking about Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics, and I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Let's keep doing it. Yeah, I think we should go ahead and jump back into this. Uh, we left off with Adolf Hitler singing O Tannenbaum. He was crying. He was sad that he didn't have a Christmas tree in hell. Yeah. But I found out, remember I did a little mid-break research, Otanenbaum was actually written just about evergreen trees, and then eventually over time, it got used for Christmas. So when oh, I said green tree, it's German oh, for Christmas tree, tree, it's just about evergreens. It's just about a fir, as they call them. A fear. F-I-R. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was wrong there, correcting myself. Okay. Well, I still believe in you. And even though part of what we do is say things that are incorrect, because none of this is planned, it's all off the cuff, it's all just off the top of our heads, and it's a situation where during a conversation, you'd be like, what's that? Oh, let me look it up real quick. But we don't really have the time to always look everything up, because then we would constantly just be staring at our cell phones and trailing off, and it might not be as interesting for you to listen to. So Even less interesting than it already is. So going back into this... um, Satan, the Dark Prince, lover of... No, he's Saddam Hussein's lover. Yes. Not Adolf Adolf. Hitler. No. Why do I keep doing that in my head? It's probably because of this, because he comforts Hitler and uh, gives us Christmas time in hell. Here we go. Well, I tell you what, maybe we'll have ourselves a little Christmas. The Satan voice is always funny to me. I'm Satan. I can't even do it right. Yeah, because you're making it sound too scary. I'm Satan. Hi, I'm Satan. This is an original too, right? This isn't based off of any song. That's correct. To my knowledge, yes. It doesn't sound like anything I've heard. No. After he has sex with it, he'll eat up all he can. Curse. He's eating his jizz ham. He would also you know eat what? jizz ham. I guess he was eating 
God bless us, Semen infested bodies. Would he cut them up or, like, I mean, cook them? Or would he eat them raw? I, I assume that's not clean. Like, he would get sick if he just ate a raw human. I don't really remember the details in that aspect. I feel like he didn't really eat any of them. I think maybe one time he took a piece. I'm probably totally wrong here, but I think he just gets lumped in with cannibalism, like crazy cannibalism, but I don't think he was super cannibal guy. Do you, did you ever see the movie of the people who were on the plane and they crashed in the mountains and had to eat someone? Alive? Dad, I knew it was one word that started with an A, but I'm like, it's not airplane, because airplane is a comedy. Yeah. Alive. Alive. I've never seen it, but I know what the story is. Oh, I've definitely seen it. I've seen it a couple times, in a, or a few times when I was a kid, I felt like. Yeah. But, is that yeah. based on a true story? I think so. Guess you gotta do what you gotta do, right? It's literally fucking die or eat someone who recently died. Um, I remember in Cannibal the Musical, like listening to the uh, commentary, and there's a joke in the movie when they find they figured out that they're gonna have to eat. His mm-hmm. name is Swan, and uh, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna do this." And they're like, "All right, butcher, go butch." So they send over the butcher, and he starts cutting into him, and they're like. Dude, you're cutting into his butt. And they're like, well, what do you want? Well, not butt. <laughs> and they did that because in Alive, I guess the very first thing they cut into is the dude's ass. Is the butt. Yeah. But I guess that'd be the most meaty part, right? I guess it depends on who the person is. It's a nice svelte dude with a nice ass. <laughs> I feel like I should watch that in general because it's been just again in life because it's been so long since I've watched Alive? it. Alive? Yeah. And I can't judge it from... As a child yeah. to now as an adult. I don't, yeah, I've never seen it, but I've just known about it my whole life. It's just one of those movies that just gets talked about in the, uh, what well, used to get talked about mm-hmm. in the, what do they call it? The zeitgeist. You ever heard that word? Zeitgeist? Of course I have. I used yeah. to listen to Mark Maron's podcast a lot. <laughs> Does he say that a lot? He did for mm-hmm. a while, yeah. yeah. Did he just learn the word? Sometimes when people use one word a lot, it's like they just because learned they just, it. Yeah, I mean, it started at one point, and then he started using it a bit, but I haven't listened to WTF in a long time. I stopped a long time ago. My new word is oof. I noticed. Yeah. it. I feel like it explains the situation perfectly. Something going weird, something horribly embarrassing or bad. Oof. I like to say, oh, <laughs> I'm going to try and remember to do that, but I'm going to forget immediately as we go on to the next song, which is R.I.P. Isaac Hayes doing, as chef, I should say, doing What the Hell Child Is This? Before Isaac uh, quit, right? Didn't he quit South Park because of the Scientology episode? Yeah, it went a little too far and personal for him, so... <laughs> And then, then, yeah. then they made an episode that went even more personal. Yeah, they fucking killed him. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. He survived at the end. He came back as Darth Chef. Well, that's true. This is a song that I recently enjoyed. I used to like skip this song. Yeah. Because it didn't hit me as funny as it does now. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like soul music and things of this sound a lot more now than I did when I was a kid, 17 or yeah. 14 or whatever you want to say when I was listening to it. Plus, I'm, I loved 
Chef Aid, the album. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was much more up-tempo songs that Chef sang on that one. Mm-hmm. So this is like a super laid-back version of Chef's songs. Mm-hmm. He also joined in at the end of everyone else's song, usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. He would come in and be like, I can't, can't pull a song right now. That album's good, though. I wish that was on streaming services. Can't find that one. No. That was one that I listened to so much that I had to get again. Oh, yeah. You had to buy it again? Because it got scratched up and stuff. It's really great songs on that. It's so good. Hot Lava. <laughs> and it had songs that, I mean, were already written. Mm-hmm. Just put on that I like, too. Like, I like that Rancid song that was on it. You were a big fan of that uh, Master P song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's one I skipped. Kitty's dead. There's, I think there's two I songs I skipped on that. And Dick Kenny's Dead is definitely one of them. There's a P. Diddy song. I think you probably skipped probably over that skipped one. I that one, too. I definitely listened to Bubble Goose, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, a long time ago, someone asked me to burn a CD for them. And they said I could, like, put whatever I wanted at the end because there was still space. So I put that on it. And they... Bubble Goose? Yeah, okay. and they were like, that is the worst song I've ever heard in my are entire life. Are you serious? <laughs> and I was just like, you are insane. Well, and that yeah. was already a Wyclef song, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we get Classic Chef. Silence your night. <laughs> Silence your night? That sounds murderous. Yeah, yeah. Sliding off your bra. I just can't wait to jingle your bells and ba-la-la, yo-la! That's classic chef action there. That's me trying to hit that note. Celebrate. Oh, you're not going to get Isaac Hayes notes. I didn't even know. I remember finding out that Chef was played by Isaac Hayes and then figuring out that Isaac Hayes did the theme from Shaft. And I was like, oh, so I've loved Isaac Hayes already. Give me love. I like that part, sorry. <laughs> That's good soulful background singers. That could have just been an any hit song in the 80s. I think that Trey Parker could probably write, I want to say hit songs, but popular songs if he wanted to. I mean, he just always goes towards comedy. And obviously does hit write hit songs since Book of Mormon was a hit. He mastered in music yeah. in college, so. And didn't he minor in like audio, or not audio? thought he minored in Japanese culture. Is that what it was? Something like that, because I, I know he can speak Japanese. Well, I mean, he married a Japanese woman at one point. I thought that was so he wouldn't have a red-headed kid. Yeah, but he <laughs> married someone else after that, and they are divorced now, I think, as well. So he's breezing through him. Yeah. I bet his work schedule is really hard to deal with. I bet he's one of those guys who's just like, I'm, I gotta go do this. I gotta go do this. And she's like, but what about me? And I think like, they get younger as he goes, though. Yeah. And then he's like, Listen up, bitch, you have that car because of how I work. So it may also be more that, who knows, maybe he's a pig. I, there is at the end of that Cannibal the Musical, because uh, they drink throughout it, and they get drunker and drunker as it goes. 
And then at one point, they're so drunk, they knock the audio equipment out. So it's just silence for about 15 minutes. And then it comes back on, and they're like, oh, sorry, we fucked up the equipment. And then at the end, they're like, Trey's like, all right, let's go to the teddy bar, teddy bar, teddy bar. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) He's a dog. He's a dog. (laughs) But I do honestly think probably his work schedule also gets in the way. Besides maybe chasing women, I do think he's working all the fucking time, Mm -hmm. especially when South Park's in season, and they're making episodes that come out that week. I wasn't even thinking about that as much as, I mean, they have video games that come out. They do, I mean, all kinds of different things. Not just the South Park stuff. And I was, yeah, he writes fucking musicals. Didn't they have that one show, Little Bush, for a while? Yeah, they did do Little Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Or was it, uh, was it Little Bush? No, I don't think they did Little Bush. They did that other Bush one that was a live action. Oh, that's my Bush. That's my Bush. That's That's what what it was. Yeah, yeah. Lil Bush, yeah, that was animated. I forgot yeah, about that. It was, it was a Lil Bush. I was imagining that's my Bush. Uh, but Lil okay. Bush is a cartoon. Let's listen to another song, which is another song that is not from that particular uh, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics episode. This is also from season one when we meet Mr. Hankey for the first time. This is a very short song. Santa Claus is on his way. Oh, classic. I think this is actually from that episode. It is? I think so. It's got oh, way less production about value. Well, because there's the episode where he's in the bathroom with him and like... Yeah, that's. I think that's what they took it from. Just put that track on there. You know? Yeah, they, well, they did that in the beginning as well with Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pill. Yeah, but that's like a re-recorded produced version. That's literally just from that one episode. Well, I'm just going to let this actually keep playing because the tracks are short. So we don't have a lot left on this, technically. Swiss, what was it called? Swiss Colony Beef Log? Swiss Colony Beef Log. (laughs) And the Swiss Colony uh, calendar, catalog, sorry, calendar, doesn't come out anymore. They did stop production. That was a catalog? I don't know anything about it. It was a catalog that came around every fall. For Christmas? For, for free. And it had different, like, yeah, it had, like, it, it would have the, like, gift bags of, like, sausages and cheese and stuff like that and different candies. Oh, okay. And there would be things like beef logs and... Huh. I fucking, think I remember that now that you're explaining it more. It would just be these, yeah, these free little catalogs that would come around once a year. It was so strange to get a basket of sausage. <laughs> sausage and cheese and crackers? Uh, yeah. I would be fine with it. Well, at the time, as a kid, I'd be like, what the fuck is that thing? And now I'm kind of like, mm, basket of sausage and cheese? Well, I'm not into the cheese idea because I think the cheese is like cheese spread Ugh. that is okay at room temperature. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with like canned cheese. I mean, I guess I will eat like shells and cheddar, which are like... Even that's though dehydrated sh- cheese, you make a sauce again. That's a little different. I mean, no. that's like Velveeta. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. It's like a Ish. cheese sauce nowadays, isn't it? It's sauce. I was thinking of mac and cheese, Kraft macaroni and cheese, where it's that it's powder. like a powder. Yeah. And you actually add milk and butter into that. Yeah. This is just, you just add it, and they, it gets warm, and it melts, and then when it gets cold, it's solidified. <laughs> Coagulates. It's fucking garbage, yeah. but I'll eat that. Other than that, I'm not interested in any like cheese whiz or 
Sick. Cheese whiz is cheese whiz. Cheese whiz is fucking gross. A roly poly colonel queef log. Oh man, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling that Christmas spirit so much right now. It's going through my bones and out my eyes. Like Superman with a raise. Yeah. Or Deadpool at the end of that one Wolverine movie where for some reason he now has laser eyes. That's the one where they fuck up the whole Deadpool character. And Ryan Reynolds still played him. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan Reynolds came back like, hey, here's the real one. As everyone knows, I'm just telling things that everyone knows. You're, you're talking out of school. Roly poly colony queef log. Lady. Make the little boy scream and shout. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, I'm going to play the next song. The next song. The next song is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. This is the South Park Children's Choir. This is just kind of filler, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, I think there's... We've already heard two fillers. I think they just shoved in that Mr. Hanky, uh Santa Claus is on his way! And this. Which, I'm sure this is from the episode, but still. It's just... It probably is. It's 39 seconds. It's just put every song that we can, that we did. It's funny to think that it's literally three people. <laughs> doing all these voices. Well, like, all right, go back. Re-record. Okay, go back. Track it over. <laughs> four if you want to count Chef. Oh, you think he was in there? Not in that. No. Yeah, that's I just specifically talking, talking about, about that, that one. Okay. Yeah. So, just layer it on. Layer it on. Hold on. Let me do it again. Layer it on. Layer it on. Layer it on. It sounds like you're saying layered. Layer it on. Layered is a name. It's a, it's a name that it's weird to me. Layered? Layered. I don't remember what TV show I've watched that had a character with the name Laird in it, but I did. That's an awful name. It's real. And I don't want to say it's awful because next I'll fucking meet someone named Laird or someone named Laird will be like, that's my name. And I'm calling it out right now. If your name is Laird, then fuck you. If your name is Mel, also fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, let's listen to the next track. I'm a big fan of this one. I think it, it starts to get... After what I would consider Hark the Herald Angels Sing being a kind of a filler, uh, I think we get picked back up with the classic song, Dreidel, 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 by the Brofloskis. Okay, this is a good one. This is a great this is one, if you ask me. You spin it and see where it lands, and you sing this song. I have a little dreidel. Have you ever actually seen a real dreidel yes. in front of you? Mm-hmm. I have not. Oh, wow. I mean, I've seen pictures of them, and I know what they look like, but mm-hmm. I've never seen a real dreidel in front of me. Is it just like a top, basically? Kind of. Is it a real game? I mean, are there rules to it? Can you get kicked out for not following the rules? You can get kicked out of anywhere. I can, you're right. I go in and I fuck the place up. You can really hear the uh, vocal processor sometimes on their voices mm-hmm. in this album. Pitching everything up. Paul's now thought of that too. Hi, Paul. What? Did they? I don't know how much they pitch up their voices to make them sound like kids. If it's a whole octave or not. Mm-hmm. And if so, 
And if it's not a whole octave, did they have to record these songs at like a slower rate? Pitched down? So then when they raise their voices? I've never heard anything about it, so I don't know. You know, then it would be in key? They seem to be... I mean, we did see that Six Days to Air, and they seem to be able to do a lot of it on their own. Uh, no. All four kids, they pitch up. Because like, coming Yeah, but the voices have also changed a lot between now and 1999. That's true. I'd say Cartman's even lower nowadays. Cartman isn't as extreme now no, as he, he used to be. Now he's just like, hey guys, what's going on? Uh-huh. I know how that goes when you do a voice for a while and then it changes to make your throat feel better. I'm sure it killed his fucking throat doing that all the time. I love this. I love Sheila's part. Yeah, that's what sucks about her killing herself. She did a good fucking job. And not only that, but. No, that's the only reason. <laughs> she was vital for South Park. How Other dare than that, she? You can kill yourself. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Sheila's got a uh, Kathy and a Jimmy <laughs> uh, singing voice. Vibrato. Courtney Cox, I love you. You're so hot on that show. I think the best Courtney Cox has ever looked, from my opinion, is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I thought she was the cutest in that movie. I thought she was the best in the Bruce Springsteen music video. (laughs) (laughs) When she was young. I never thought Courtney... I mean, she's not... She's not ugly. She's obviously a good-looking woman, but she was never my type. I never was like, oh, Courtney Cox. Yeah, she never stood out to me as being like... I don't know, because I feel like... Everyone talked about, at least in the Friends days, it was Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston for everyone. Yeah. So Courtney Cox doesn't really get as much praise, but yeah, I thought she was not as pretty on Friends. She was pretty, but there's something about, I just thought she was adorable in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I always forget that that's her in that movie. When I think of Courtney Cox, I think of two things. Well, three things. One, this song. Okay. <laughs> two, Friends. And then three... That one, one, what? I don't want to do it too clear because then oh. it might sound. That one fucking show that she did, uh, that would always. Uh, I don't remember what it's fucking called. Cougars. Oh, Cougar Town. Cougar Town. Yeah, and she always drink wine. Yeah, that's all I remember about that show. And she got a fake face. She got a fake face. I think her face looks fake as fuck. That's hard to say for some reason. Whoa. I think her face looks fake as fuck. That's hard to say for some reason. There you go. You nailed it, though. I think, I think her, her face, face looks, looks fake as fuck. fuck. I think her face looks fake I as fuck. I think her face looks fake as fuck. What? That's the shitty part about being a woman as you get older, right? Especially in Hollywood. It's like men gracefully age. It's not and fair. Then, and then women just turn into witches. It's truly not fair. <laughs> It does not work in our favor like it does for men. I think it's because women stress out more. You're worried about shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't. I'm, I'm not being serious. <laughs> I was gonna say because usually, like the whole child raising thing falls on them. Let alone bearing them, 100 percent falls on them. Does it? Does the raising fall on them, or do they just take over because the husband's not doing it right? In quotations. I think the husband usually is like, I don't know what to do. I think the husband does, and, and, and she then has she more goes, of You're an- not doing that right, and then takes it out of his hand. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, well, I'm not going to do anything now because I'm not doing it right. I'm going to sit back and watch football. 
No, I assume it's a lot of, they don't know how to do it. No. I don't, I can't do it. She'll, she'll be like, well, no one told me. You just fucking do it. I, I'm going to disagree. They take over and say you're not doing it right, so you might as well not do it. You <laughs> are specifically picking a side against women. Yeah, I hate women. <laughs> take that, women. Fuck you, women. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Laird. And fuck you, women. All right, and on Ugh. to the next song. It is the A most quote. offensive song, Kenny McCormick. I like that uh, they had Mr. Hanky singing a duet on this one. With Kenny, I agree. It is uh, his album, so it makes sense, I guess. It's surprising that he's not in it more. Yeah, he's just sprinkled throughout. There's a good chunk where he's not in it at all. Yeah, a huge chunk. He's not in it more than he's in it. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. That the muffled line is, well, you can suck all the dick you want. Yeah, I'm actually going to play the uh, unedited version next. Yeah. But yeah, there is an actual unedited version. Which I think is not as funny. I agree. I think it's... I mean, because you can make out some of the things that he's saying. Like, you can make out, you can suck on the dick you want. Like, you can make that out. Yeah. But you can't. Context clues obviously tell you what it is. But you don't know everything, and I think that makes it more interesting. Yeah, I agree. It's almost like sometimes. Sometimes a bleeped fuck can be funnier than a fuck. Like, for instance, that uh, Big Lebowski. Oh my goodness, this is what happens when you feed a stranger scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, instead of, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> and just hearing Kenny laugh like that <laughs> makes me laugh. I can't remember if my mom would skip this song or not. Because this, this I one might be a little too would. vulgar, but I feel like we listened to it. Probably helped that it was muffled and you could barely oh, understand. Yeah, if it was, you could suck all the dick you want. That's why that she let it slide. I remember going to see a scary movie with her in the scene where that dick comes through the glory hole. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, God. the most uncomfortable time of my entire life. <laughs> Just sitting next to her, like, all right, we're both looking at a dick right now. And he's like, hi, little guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that happened to me a lot watching movies with my dad. The first time that I remember it really happening was when we went to see True Lies in the movie theater with yeah. an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And when Jamie Lee Curtis started dancing all sexy in her underwear, my dad put his hands over my eyes. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense to me because it's she just wasn't another naked. female, too. It's just, she wasn't actually naked, either. Yeah, no. But I was young, and it was it still just seemed inappropriate. That she was doing a sex the dance for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I was there. I was told to walk out of the theater, I'm pretty sure, when I went to go see Titanic with my mom and Pam and the the sex boob scene. No. I'm pretty sure I was told to... To leave? To walk out of the theater then. And you know what I did? I walked to the side where they couldn't see me and watched the whole fucking thing. And it was like, whoo, boobs! <laughs> so they pre-screened it, I guess? Pam had already seen it. Uh, they were both fucking bawling their eyes out the whole time. Not the whole time, but... I did that. By the time shit starts oh my going down. Shit, I saw that movie, I think, twice in theaters. 
And yeah, both times I was like that too. But I was a kid. I would have been, when that came out, I would have been like 12 or something, like hormones raging. This movie where I was like, oh my God, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and he dies at the end. Spoiler oh, alert. No. Whoa, you can't be telling people <sighs> things like that. Yeah, well, like, I came out in 97. If that's the case, I was 11 when I actually saw it. Yeah. And yeah, I also cried. But. Whatever, let's listen to the uncensored version of the most offensive song ever, and we'll see how this goes. I'll tell you this, I did not cry, and was like, I can't wait for the boat to sink. This part oh rules. <laughs> Look, it's mixed a little different, too. I think it is, but it also just has a shittier sound quality. It's on YouTube. Ah, uh, YouTube. I haven't listened to this version in a long time, so I'm interested to hear what's said. I haven't either, and it's just him singing. It's just Mr. Hanky. It's not him. It's not oh, a duet. Really? You can suck all the dick you want and still be a virgin. Huh. Mary, you can suck all the dick So it's not the same version at all. I definitely think it's better with Kenny. I agree. And suck some semen down. You're still a virgin in the eyes of God. Okay, I did just laugh. And suck some semen down. I'm not saying it's not, it's not funny. It's just... There's a preferred version. I prefer the censored version, I guess, even though I know you were mentioning things, but I don't think censored for me is ever better, except for this version. Like, I mean, this situation. It's never better, but I do think sometimes. So is this Matt? I think so. I'm not sure. I don't have my phone, so my... Uh, Why don't you have your phone? Where'd it go? Did it's you it charging somewhere? in the back room. When we took our break where we ate Taco Bell. <laughs> we did. We needed a break. And because the computer's been rough. Which, by the way, it's been, been going better. good. Who voiced Mr. Hanky? I'm almost positive it's Matt. Doesn't have a. Or, it doesn't uh, sound like Trey. Like, no, I do think it's Trey. I don't think it has a Matt tone. It says Trey. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Trey does the more voices. Oh, I guess. Okay, that sounds like Trey to me. But what? I'm sorry. I'm saying I think Trey does more voices than Matt. Matt still does a he ton does. of fucking voices, yeah. but I think he's got more than uh, Matt does. That's why everybody talks about Trey being controlling and stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they'll say, "Damn, that bitch could suck a good dick." <laughs> I think that's unfair because there has got to be someone who's in charge in anything. There's got to be someone who takes more of the reins and just does what he needs to do because he knows this is going to create quality. Every band has one guy who does the most. I mean, sure, everyone should have a say and stuff, but there's uh-huh. always a guy that's in charge. And it, it's, a, it's that thing where they say there's too many chefs in the kitchen. Like, If you equally give uh, each person the say... You're not going to get anything fucking done. Yeah. And then you're going to come out with a fucking mess because like in band terms, 
this one guy's into more groups that you're not. The next guy's same thing. Next guy's same thing. So you're all going to get together and it's going to be like, you're not on the same fucking mm-hmm. page for the most part. There are definitely bands who have done it. There's a band that I listen to called Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Those guys were, it's all equal. They all get a microphone. They all have the same amount of vocals. So there was no like lead guy. But for the most part, you got to have the one guy who's got the actual vision of the thing. That's in re- my opinion. That's the reason why almost every team has a team leader. Yeah. And it's just naturally who's going to step up and yeah. take care of what needs to happen. Yeah. And that's just the leaders and the followers, the difference between, yeah. Gods and clods is, uh, uh, God damn it. What's his name? What's, uh, gods and clods. Yeah. You remember that there's a South park episode where, uh, God damn it. Kyle's dad, Gerald, Gerald Broflovsky. Okay. He's, you find out that Gerald and, uh, Kenny's dad were friends. Gerald. And, Gerald. Uh, Mary. Or if you're Mel's middle name, Gerald. Uh, Fuck you, Mel. <laughs> Fuck your middle name. <laughs> Fuck your mom for naming I, you, because I don't think your dad did. But I was going to say, he he's talking about how, he's like, well, why do we have more money than them? And he goes, well, son, in life, there's gods and clods. <laughs> Holy shit. And then later, he says that out in public, and Gerald's like, uh-oh. <laughs> how did Mel's dad die? I do not know. Like if it was something that was sudden. I'm sure he told me, and I don't remember. And we we'll figure it out on Monday. You we won't talk about remember. it all the time. Well, we don't talk about it all the time, but I do say, uh, "Dead Dad Team." Like <laughs> we'll give each other a high five. <laughs> See, that's that's worse than anything I do. <laughs> he uh, gets it, and then Kramer will shake his head and be like, "Boys," <sighs> but he's got such a relationship with his dad. And everything is based around his dad that he mm-hmm. can't even fathom being okay. Not okay, but joking that your dad is dead. But what the fuck are you going to do? I used to have a really hard time just thinking about that when I was younger because I was so close to my dad for a chunk of time. Yeah. But we're not close anymore. Yeah, but you're still going to be incredibly sad when he no, dies. No, yeah, I will. I'm just saying, like, I don't have... Everything isn't about my dad. I don't have a close relationship with my dad at yeah. all. So I just... No. I don't know. It's easier to make jokes about things. Yeah. And, no. and to think about things as a reality. Yeah, because it's going to happen. <laughs> when it's when it feels a little less personal. And it's not yeah. like I don't love my dad. I still but think you got about 25 to 30 years. Before, well, not, maybe not that long. I don't know. He smoked for a long 15 time. 15 to 25 years before you got to worry about that. Uh, when my mom dies... It's going to be a fucking disaster. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I, will be a, I will be a wreck when your mom There's dies. There's going to be so many people who are going to be a wreck. Bob's going to be a wreck. Pam's going to be a wreck if she's not dead first. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not going to be good. No. No. They're gonna, like, and no one's going to be able to have anyone to lean on because everyone who's going to have to be like the ones taking charge yeah. and like doing something. I just hope that when it happens, we don't split apart. Because I don't know how long Pam's going to live with her habits. But Bob and I, we better not just fall apart and not not see each other anymore. Well, we're talking about moving to Illinois. Yeah. And Robert isn't going to be a kid for much longer. So who knows? Maybe we could be like, Bob, it's really nice out here in Illinois. (laughs) Come help us pay rent. (laughs) Or just come, come get a house next to us. Come where you can just be freer. Yeah. And you can get a job. I mean, he's like a factory dude. He's he's fine with being a factory worker. Yeah. And you can do 
that anywhere. Absolutely. Cause, and yeah. who knows, by then he might be a world-famous actor. <laughs> At least a county famous. Yes, my brother is now into acting. I'm excited for him. I'm very excited for him. Me as well. Now, let's get back into this album. We have two songs left. Two songs. This one is really short. Who is, uh, this says it's by Mr. Oss. Some of these uh, uh, like artist names or whatever don't make sense to me. Cause like this is the Asian dude, right? Yeah, but like, uh, but I mean, like Dead 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 says it's Juan Schwartz. Juan Schwartz was Trey's name when he wrote for Cannibal the Musical as well. Okay, this is music written by Juan Schwartz. So that makes sense. Yeah, but then like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, I can't see the whole title. Wait, let me turn my phone. Even though this has been a disaster in the past when I've done this. Uh, Early 50s recording by Cowboy Timmy. <laughs> Cowboy Timmy. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no, but it's funny. So, yeah, that's why I didn't know I th- what probably, some of that was. There's probably... It says written by Mr. No, these are just, like... Who performs it? The perf- Yeah. I'm sure that, you know, this is the third season of South Park. I bet there was some little ancillary uh, character... That was in like one episode. Cowboy Timmy? No, I'm talking about this dude that's getting ready to sing the next song. Because it, it's not the... Uh, no. It's not the uh, shitty walk guy. No, I don't know. So anyway, it's We Three Kings. Here we go. We're talking way Talk too much it. about a song that doesn't deserve this much attention. <laughs> so you agree that this one's a... Not a downer, but it's definitely on the weak side. Definitely on the weak side. Yeah. I don't think this has anything about it that's even because even the other one like uh, Park the Herald Angels sang it was still like the children's choir and mm-hmm. you can hear like Cartman screaming and stuff this does nothing yeah. it's short nothing happens and it doesn't sound like Matt or Trey What if they just had a friend, an Asian friend, and they're just like, hey, you want to sing a song? <laughs> okay, that part's That funny. sounded like Trey. Because I recently, I like to, every once in a while, especially if it comes up on my YouTube, I like to watch the clip from the Six Days to Air okay. special that they had. If you want to watch it, anyone, it's on YouTube. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, it goes behind what it takes to make an episode yeah. of South Park. Uh-huh. And, uh... They have the part, since that the episode that they're working on is the human sentipad episode. Oh, yeah. And you see him, <laughs> yeah, you see him recording the Asian man. And it's like, like, do you want, uh, do you want the cuttlefish or, uh, <laughs> or vanilla it? paste? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's coming out of my ass. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and he just keeps laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Matt was in the in the studio with him. Is he laughing too? Oh yeah, because yeah. he's not on mic he's or anything. Uh huh. I would like to watch that again because now I do not have the disdain that I had for Bill Hader at one point. Like, oh God. I, I love Bill Hader now. Yeah, so, I totally flipped on Bill and Hader. And I remember thinking when that came out, like, Bill Hader's a fucking hack. He just sits in there and laughs. But then I heard an interview with him, I think it was on the Conan podcast, where he's like, yeah, I worked on it, but uh, I just pretty much laughed that's all i really did and it was like oh so you know too okay he wasn't like 
a hardcore writer. He was almost kind of like a consultant type writer. Just to bounce ideas he, off of. He was someone who, like, Trey liked him. Yeah. And, like, they thought he was funny. So they just kind of wanted to, like, bounce ideas off of him so is more of what I think it was. you know what's funny and you're laughing... Then it's a good sign. Uh huh. Yeah. I think is what I mean. That seems like what yeah. they used him for. Because yeah, the whole time we were just like, he does nothing. He just fucking laughs. Yeah. He literally contributes nothing. <laughs> but who knows? Apparently, maybe that laugh was his contribution. And I think I think about this way too now. Just this time, this instant in time. I bet it's way nicer to have somebody in the room who's joyful and laughing mm-hmm. than it is to sit in a room of writers who are just like. Uh, we gotta come up with something. We gotta come up with something. Uh, mm-hmm. This, nah. and maybe it forces everyone else to try harder and to get goofy. Because I mean, if there's a guy laughing, you're gonna get goofy. But you also have someone who you kind of want to impress. Yeah, so that's true. It kind of forces you to try and put your best out there. That's very true. So let's listen to the last track. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. This is Mr. Hanky with Stan, Kyle. The, the boys. The boys. Well, the boys. I, I still want to get a South Park tattoo. You remember that episode, uh, Wilsiak? Oh, the, of course I do. The, the whale episode. Uh-huh. And where he's sh- shot to the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah, and then they show that end scene where it's just a dead <laughs> whale on the moon. Dead whale on the moon. <laughs> but, uh, With his tongue sticking out. <laughs> yeah. It was great. But the, uh, do you remember the scene where they, they've had, got a drawing of the boys and they're like have you seen these boys and then they show it and it's like Actual realism boy mm-hmm. like realistic versions of them oh yeah I still want to get that tattooed like right here holy shit all four boys but I don't uh, I don't yeah cause I want to get the boys right here and I always wanted to get a big pot leaf right here on my other arm so when I went like this you'd see a giant pot leaf oh so like when you wear your sleeveless shirts to show how truly trashy you are you'll have also look, a big pot leaf tattoo look, I'm wearing a sleeve shirt you'd still see it and a pot tattoo would be less white trash now than it would have been 10 years ago. I still need to find something to cover up this shitty tattoo on my back. <laughs> that says your middle name. You're not going to get another tattoo. That uh, one was miserable enough for you. It wasn't enjoyable, but I'm fatter. So maybe that will be easier. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you're a pain person. Oh, I don't like pain at all. <laughs> But I think it would be easiest to turn it into, like, Garfield or something. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if I want to be in a... Have a Garfield tattoo on me, because that's kind of weird, it's though. It's like having a Tasmanian Devil Yes, tattoo. that's how I feel. <laughs> Even though Garfield is way cooler than Tasmanian Devil, I, I may as well have Tweety Bird on my fucking back. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So, <laughs> I, I... Yeah, I don't... You can always get laser know. removal. No, that's not worth it. I'll just get like Tiny Tim or something. <laughs> like the Tiny Tim. I'll get a portrait oh of Tiny God. Tim on my back. So when you fuck me in the ass because you wish I was a dude. Okay. We don't get that drunk anymore. <laughs> I stalled you on that one. No, because I don't want to say what I want to say. So I'm just letting it flush. Just flushing it down. Just letting it go. Till next year. Goodbye. That's the end of the album. Ta-da. Ta-da. Ooh la la. I was going to say, you know, there's a point in getting tattoos, like big tattoos, hours of tattoos. Uh-huh. Hurts at first, then it gets numb. And, oh, and it's that makes not sense. not so bad. And then it goes to excruciating. 
because they go back over stuff and you're like, oh, you've already been there. You've already been there. And you start shaking. And yeah, that's why what I got was very simple. And I don't know how extreme of a tattoo I would want to cover it up because the reason why my brain goes to Garfield, other than the fact that I just naturally love Garfield, it's simple. Yeah. It would it, be simple to cartoon. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just simple lines. It's no like crazy shading or anything like that. It's very simple. You could get is an asshole next to it. <laughs> or I could put Edgar Allen on top and pretend like I'm smart and read. Okay, so let's uh we're to the part of the podcast where it's time to uh go over some questions. 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 Michelle, ask some questions. Michelle, ask some questions, and we fucking answer room. I switched to my bad finger and hold on. There you go. Is that bad finger a band? I don't know. I think it is. Uh, Bad Motor Finger is uh, an album. Is that what you're thinking? No. I'm pretty sure it was a band called Bad Finger. Anyway. Bad Finger, I can't deny. <laughs> Bad Finger, to the day I die. <laughs> I know what you're doing, man. It took you a little bit. Yeah, to- <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to figure it out or not, but I'm glad that you did. Okay. God, that remake sucks <laughs> of that fucking song. <laughs> uh, the original's not even that good. But to take, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And for everyone out there, the sound of silence by Disturbed fucking blows. It's awful. And people are like, it's amazing. It's amazing. It it's fucking so sucks. It's so good. No, it sucks. It fucking sucks. It's as bad as every other Disturbed song. And what sucks <laughs> is that. It's even worse. We were watching Conan that night. Like, just naturally oh, because we watched Conan all the time. It, when he performed it. And really? we saw that live performance. Ugh. And that became like a huge circulating shared video on social media. My buddy Damien, he, uh, the tattoo guy, the tattoo guy, he said that there was a summer where he was going to concerts and it'd be even different bands that he was going to see. And somehow it was always disturbed opening before they got big, like when they were about to pop. Yeah. So it was always, he saw like disturbed like eight times in one summer or something like that accidentally. So he got stupefied. Yes, he got stupefied. <laughs> <laughs> he said that they would, the band would start playing, and then somebody would wheel a cage out that had a, a sheet over it. Yeah, and then they'd take the sheet off, and David Draymond would be in there with a straight jacket on, like <sighs> pretending to be like a caged animal, and then they'd open the cage, and he'd come out and be like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" It, it stupefied even their song. Yeah. I know down with the sickness is. Yeah. Yeah, stupefy. Oh, yeah. stupefy. Yeah. Okay, just making sure because then I was really nervous. Oh my God, they also covered Land of Confusion. Ugh. My fucking uh, Phil Collins. Oh boy. <laughs> so, so far. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm not a disturbed fan, but I did buy that album when it came out because I'd start getting into metal. The one with the Sound of Silence on it? No. <laughs> Because that's when you started when getting into down, metal. When I was down with the sickness, Michelle. Okay, getcha. <laughs> and then I let, I let a, a, a friend borrow it, and then they let Kirk borrow it. Mm, so Kirk you never got it back? Kirk and I were not friends yet. And then when I asked for that CD back, he was like, oh, I let this kid named Kirk borrow it. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, he won't give it back because I owed him money. So now he's keeping it. And I was like, well, it's not his to keep. And I fucking hated Kirk because of that. 
And then finally, Kirk and I talked, and I was like, you kept my fucking CD, and then we ended up being friends. Did you ever get the CD back? <laughs> By then, I did not want it back. <laughs> yeah. So, into these questions. Yes. Why did I choose this? I chose this because uh, I thought it would put us in the Christmas spirit in the best way possible, because you don't like Christmas music. Nope. But... This is the best way I'm going to get you with Christmas music. And I like this Christmas music. I do, too. Hello, Oliver. Welcome back to the top of my chair. Uh, What do I think you thought of this when I gave it to you? Easy motherfucking goddamn hell shit, cunt, balls, cocksucker. Peasy. Peasy. And uh, what was your judgment prior to listening to this? Easy cocksucking motherfucking bullshit, bitch. Peasy. Gotcha, hell damn. Hell damn fart. Hell <laughs> <laughs> damn fart. Uh, how many times did you listen to this? Do you know? Uh, three this week. I didn't really listen to it heavily. Heavy. I was going to say heavenly. I didn't really yeah, I listen you said to it heavily. heavily. Which heavily. Said I didn't it listen correctly. to it heavily. Correctly. Uh, but I've listened to this album for so long. Uh, uh, I listened to it at work before you even gave it to me as the next album. Wow. And I was just playing songs for Mel because I thought they were funny. And I remembered every fucking word. Nice. So it's like, well, this, that makes sense. I've listened is, to this so yeah, many times. This is too. one of those albums that's just in my blood. It's funny because when I gave my sister that ride earlier, she asked what episode, you know, like what we were reviewing. Yeah. And I told her this and she said, I was just listening to songs from this album today. <laughs> it's a Christmas album for people like us. It is. Yeah. It's lovely. Um, I listened to it seven times. I tried to listen to it a lot. Yeah, I heard you listening to it a couple times mm-hmm. just uh, on your phone. Yeah. Um, what Do you know what your least favorite song is on the oh. album? Uh, it's probably... Oh, I'm sorry. What, you don't have a list. I don't have my phone. It's the second to last song. It would be We Three Kings. Yeah, and We I'm, Three Kings. I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah, this is my least favorite song as well. Yeah. I've always skipped this one. I never really listened to it. In fact, I skipped the last song, too, because I just kind of stopped the album by here. Yeah, I agree. I like the last song, but... It's just not necessary. This song is not... It's the mood. It doesn't sound It doesn't sound good. It's not sung well. I don't know what the joke is, besides it's an Asian guy scene, which isn't really funny. <laughs> the only funny part is the... Oh! At the end. And that's not even really that funny. Yeah, that part. It was Yo, funny then. It was racist. So that's your choice too. Yeah, that's my so. my least favorite as well. Do you know what your most favorite song? My is? most favorite song is probably this one was hard, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the Lonely Jew on Christmas. That's your most favorite. Yeah, that's my most favorite. I think the there's so many funny lyrics in it, and I love the Neil Diamond voice. I love the line where he's like. Cause you're a Jew, a styling Jew. I like that part a lot too. <laughs> yeah. I've always loved this song, but there's so many good songs on this album, so it's hard to <laughs> that the alcoholic family line. It's. I sorry, I want to hear this part. You're a Jew. You're a Jew. Thanks, Oliver. <laughs> yeah, I just. It was hard to pick. It was hard to pick on this one. If I had had to pick another one, uh, Dead, Dead, Dead was always great. Uh, Merry fucking Christmas has always been great. Yeah, there's so many good ones. I had said to you previously that for me, uh, the least favorite song was Easy, and we both went with the same one. Yeah. Um, but 
the most favorite is definitely a harder choice. Um, but I would say for me, the one that feels really classic, really good, super fun, brings me that spirit. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Yeah, this was, I didn't even think about this one. This would have been a really good one, too. I knew that a cat would be climbing into that. I fucking knew it. The basket. Yeah. Yeah, this one's hilarious. That Courtney Cox line has always been hysterical. Courtney Cox. <laughs> and then Sheila's like, we'll talk about this later, Gerald. <laughs> and Cartman. Oh. When she comes in and she's like, oh, boys. Dreidel is a long time tradition or whatever. And he's like, oh, Miss Bravlowski, that's so very interesting. You boys are all This part. Oh, and her part is wonderful. Yeah. To let the dreidel spin, you'll know. Yeah. You made a good choice, too. So, yeah, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel is my favorite. My most favorite. How old was I when I first started listening to this? This is something that even though I liked South Park, I don't know if I listened to this before you. Oh, really? But I don't. I mean, as a whole album, I was aware of some of the songs. Yeah. I feel that as an album, it was with when you came into my life. (laughs) So it would have been like 12 years ago. Okay. Um, how did I originally feel about it? Loved it. I've loved South Park for so long. I love South Park before you. I owned seasons one through 10, I think before you. I'd uh, say. So, oh, I probably wouldn't have owned all of them, but I owned a lot of them. Yeah. By the time we got together. And, uh, I think that was one of our bonding things. Actually, say, fuck the show was. Yeah. We would, we were still talking online to each other. On, and we would, you would be like, hold on, South Park's on. I gotta go watch it. We would talk <laughs> on Hotmail Messenger <laughs> and AIM. Yeah, is that what it was, or was uh, the AIM Yahoo? It would have been or AOL. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it was AOL. I thought it was because I don't think I've ever used a Hotmail Messenger. I think that's what I used. Anyway, who knows? I whatever. It doesn't matter. I think AOL though is one of those ones where you could sign in as a Hotmail account. Yeah. So I think it was all the same. Well, we both worked at pizza places <laughs> when we were uh, still just friendly, and uh, we would run home when we got off work on Wednesdays to watch the show, and we would chat with each other on the usually, breaks. Usually never caught it at 10. No. Always had to catch it at midnight when the re mm-hmm. rerun was on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. still. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I usually wouldn't would be able till, to. We'd work till like 11. Uh, no, I'd work till 10, but I'd still have to like, Finish I'd have stuff. to be there until 10. Then I'd have to fucking cash out Close. and do all that stuff. And for me, I had to do dishes and stuff like that. So yeah, during the day I had to do dishes, not at night. They had a disher at night. I was lucky, I guess. Yeah, I was lucky. That's probably smarter. I don't know why you're putting all the dishes on a fucking driver. Just because people get jealous of the driver because they get to leave and they make the most money out of anybody there. Yeah, because they're a driver and they're using their own car. Fuck you. Yep. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So, yeah, I was totally into this. Would I recommend this today to everyone? I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my aunt who isn't friends with me on Facebook because you don't like my progressive views. Um, I would tell you to listen to this. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you wouldn't like it. Are you, 
But I'd be like, yeah, you should let everyone, everyone in the world listen to this. I don't care who you are. Yeah. My dead grandparents, I'd yell it at their fucking grave. <laughs> you should have listened to this and you'd still be alive. Are you supposed to ask me when I started listening to it? No. Oh, okay. Because it was my choice. Oh. oh, that's right. The other person doesn't always. But you listen, you already said you listened to it when it came I out. I was going to say, yeah. That's the, I forgot that would be the angle. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm stupid. It's okay. I'm a dumb dumb. You're just like, I want to talk about me. <laughs> Most of the time, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you choose to listen to this again, Sam? Yep. I will. You chose to listen to this before, before I even, gave it, you even you. gave it to you. So that makes sense. I counted that as one of my listens. One. When you asked me how many times I listened to it and I said four. Yeah. I counted that first you listen. You said three. Oh, uh, three? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm counting that as one of my listens. I thought I said four. I thought you said three. I don't know. I'm not listening back. <laughs> you never do. So, Sam, what's next? What is next? What is next? Well, I'm choosing another movie. What's bringing us into the new year, what's Sam? What's bringing us into the new year? Because this next episode year. will drop on year 20, 2020. 2020. I am Barbara Waters, and this is 2020. I'm so bad at fucking voices. <laughs> I'm so bad, and I will never stop. <laughs> That's fine. 2020. Gotta keep going. 2020. 2020. I can't do it at all. Um, the last movie I chose was holy and Christian based. And I guess some would say good. <clears throat> this one, we're going completely fucking opposite. And we are going balls out motherfucking horror. We are watching the original Evil Dead. Okay. Evil motherfucking dead. That's a chainsaw. Wait, didn't we already? No, we watched Dawn of the Dead. Yep, Dawn of the Dead. There's so many of the dead, so it's hard. (laughs) I know an of the dead, but we shouldn't say anything about her name too loud, or she might come out. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess I already did technically say her name. Yeah, but the door's locked. Luckily, but we're in the front, so it'll be much easier for her to just bust on in. Beating on the window. All of a sudden, she just opens the window from the outside, (laughs) just climbs in. Well, we'll get there when we get there, I guess. Yes, watch Evil Dead. I'll see you when you get there. I'll see you when you get there. I don't know this at all. Will you ever get there? I don't remember who it is, but it's a song. I'll see you when you get there. I want. I know. I'm. I'm curious of what it is. I'll see you when you get there. I'll see you when you get there. It's a uh, Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you were singing it. <laughs> it's a Coolio song. No, that's how the chorus goes. Is it? Is a female singing it? I think so. I mean, it? yeah, we may as well. Why the fuck might not? As well, might as well take the episode out in, on it. It was in my head for no reason. So yeah, let's for no reason the end of this episode (laughs) let's go on to this coolio song that's in my head for no reason Uh oh Oh. yeah this is like a heartfelt song oh really about like and being in heaven i'll see you when you get to heaven Uh, i remember him telling some story about having asthma real bad coolio yeah did you feel extra connected to him because when you were a kid you also had asthma no <laughs> is I it felt extra connected you... to him because as a kid I had braids oh, I thought you were going to say because you lived in a gangster's paradise that too you don't remember this the other homie shot the other homie you don't remember this song no well eventually we'll get to the chorus and then we'll leave but until the chorus happens we're not going anywhere yeah, until then I guess we can fill it in with uh, thanks for listening yeah we again. appreciate it we're on social media we suck at it Yep. Instagram and Facebook awful at it 
But we're there. I'm I'm hating social media more and more and more. So. Well, Sam. Yeah. I'll see you when you get there. I don't know this at all. All right. We'll see you, beautiful babies, when you get to heaven. <laughs> bye bye. Cause you gonna die, and we gonna die, and eventually we're gonna be dead, 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 dead.